Welcome to the Rent to Rent Success Podcast, the only podcast entirely dedicated to helping you achieve rent to rent success. We talk about the ethical way to get you started in property without buying it. This is our place to inspire each other to believe bigger, to be bolder, and to be game changers for good. Property investors and sisters Stephanie and Nikki Taylor are your guides on this exciting ride. Let's start up the engines and get ready to fly. Hello, hello, hello. It's Stephanie here. Welcome back to the Rent to Rent Success podcast. Now, I know this is a bold statement. The two questions that change everything. But I'm standing by this. These are powerful questions. And I know that they really changed my perspective. And I think they'll change yours. I would love to hear from from you what comes out when you ask these two questions. Were you surprised by your answers? So let me give you a little bit of background. I heard these two questions listening to one of my favorite podcasts. It's the Life Coach School, excuse me, the Life Coach School podcast with Brooke Castillo. And some of you will know that Nikki and I have become certified coaches through the Life Coach School. And the only reason we did that, I was a life coaching skeptic. I thought it just seemed like a lot of mumbo jumbo. But I think the longer you're in business, the more you realize the importance of your mind. Um, in creating the success, in getting through the challenges, in getting used to having a greater level of success. All of these are challenges to the way we see ourselves. And they there's a pressure on the mind uh, at the beginning. Because sometimes you think to yourself, oh, it's hard to be broke. But there are also challenges when you've got assets, you know, when you've got money to worry about, when you've got tax to think about, when you've got to think about tax efficiency and inheritance and um, investments and lots of other things that we're now uh, thinking about that we weren't thinking about before. But what I'm saying is I came to understand the importance of the mind because through the work of Brooke Castillo and her teachings, I really transformed my relationship with myself in terms of the business, also in terms of my body. And I've told you before about my previous struggles with overeating. Um, So I, I really... I really fell in love with that work and we wanted to become certified coaches because it's it's something that everyone should know how to use your mind for you rather than against you because our default settings as humans are to keep us safe and that means not trying new things and usually it's the new things where the growth is. So I was listening to Brooke's podcast And this week, Brooke was talking about a book she'd read called Die With Zero by Bill Perkins. Die With Zero, the book, is all about how to get the most from your money while you're alive. And he encourages you to give to your children or to other institutions or people you're giving to before you die. And if you're giving to your children while they're still young. 
And that's where the title comes from. It's dying with zero, but being intentional about how you spend your time, how you spend your money. And it's obviously it's a book for people who've already amassed wealth, because for many people, they might be living on a shoestring and not enjoying the wealth that they've amassed and just be amassing it without a real purpose or intention. And so this is a way of living, which is about enjoying what you have and also being intentional about where you're giving it to for for when you're gone. And it's a perspective that I love the sound of and that we don't hear much about. And I'll I'll talk about that more after I've listened to that book. But when you think about your life and what you want to create in it, it's easy to put things off. Sometimes your brain won't even give you an answer if you say, where do I want to be in a year, three years and five years? If it's the first time you're ever asking that question of yourself, it can be really difficult to answer because our brains get lazy and it's a practice. We have to practice thinking into the future and creating, envisioning where we want to go so that we can pull ourselves towards that place. So it's more of a flow. But for most of us, it's easy to put things off. If we do have an idea, we do have a goal, it's easy to put things off. It's easy to procrastinate. It's easy to do it tomorrow or another day because the time in front of us seems infinite. And it's not. And how would things change for you if you found out this was your last week on earth? How would things change for you if you found out this was your last day? on earth? What about if it was your last year? When our brain hears time constraints, it thinks differently and we act differently. And so this is question one, and you probably guessed where I was going. What would you stop doing if you knew you had one year to live? What would you stop doing if you knew you had one year to live? Now, I'd love you to pause right here and just think about that question. Let it percolate in your mind and just come up with at least one answer. Come up with at least one answer. Think about everything you're doing in your life routinely. And think of what would you stop doing? What would you stop? So my answer is, what would I stop doing? I really had to struggle to think about that. For a lot of people, they're not in a job they want to be in. But I've had that experience. Um, But now I love the work we do. It feels like my purpose. It feels like I've, you know, when they say everything happens for you, not to you. And so it feels like all the hard times that I went through in the past were so that I can empathize with people who might be in a bad place right now, might not have a lot of self-confidence, might feel super shy, might feel, um, you know, they don't have enough money. Uh, You know, literally, I used to count pennies. We used to get paid in cash from the post office for uh, income support, the benefits that I used to receive. So um, I think all of those all of those struggles and hard times were for a reason. And the reason is that it just gives me that empathy. And it also means that it makes me more relatable for some people because 
it just shows where you can go in a relatively short period. But so what would I stop doing? I wouldn't stop working because that feels like integral to who I am in terms of doing things like this podcast. I would love to share that that journey of that of that last year and the new things that I would be doing that I didn't do before. And anyway, this is stop doing. So we're going to come on to the other part. Um, so I really struggled to think of what would I stop doing? Because now um, my life is quite flexible. I have a lovely routine, which I enjoy. Um, I do hot yoga or a, a gym class most mornings about 6.45. I come back, shower, relax, have a lovely cooked breakfast. And and I just have a routine that I love. And then I get into the working day. And um, and I, I love what I do. So, but I think where I would stop stop doing something is stop caring so much about what other people think. And I think I've come such a long way in that. I've come such a long way in that. But I think there's still a little bit there because if you were here for a year, you would not, you would, zero fucks would be given. I don't usually swear on here, but <laughs> zero, zero fucks would be given. There's no other way to say that, is there? You would not care. All you would want to do is you would be very intentional with that time. You would want to enjoy the moments. Um, so I think for you, look at what would you want to stop doing? Would you want to stop working? Would you want to, what would you want to stop doing? I'd love to know. So do DM me. We're at Rent to Rent Success on Instagram and on TikTok and on Facebook. So do let me know. So question two. What would you start doing if you knew you had one year left to live? What would you start doing if you knew you had one year to live? So this was uh, a much easier question for me. I had lots of answers. But what I'd love you to do is just pause this for a moment to see what comes up for you because each of us is unique and Sometimes it might take your brain a, a while longer to work out what would you start doing, but see what comes up for you straight away as we ask that question. What would you start doing? So for me, I've talked about I would love I, I want to carry on working. I would feel compelled to write a book. I think I would want to leave uh, certain key ideas and messages um, for my son. I think the most important legacy we can leave for our children is the information to help them to live a full and rich life thinking about the things that that really matter so I I definitely would want to write another book but the first thing that came to me is that I would want to call and see my family more so the family, my close family, which is my son, Alex, my sister, Nikki, I see all the time because, of course, we work together here in Wales. My mum lives in Birmingham looking after my gran, but she will, she will move to Wales in due course. But um, And we're very connected or we feel very connected because my son, Alex, set up a lovely family WhatsApp group for us a few years ago. He um, gave mum a smartphone and trained her up on how to use it. Previous to that, she had a very old-fashioned phone. She didn't even know how to text. 
but now she's um, she's great on WhatsApp. She's joined Facebook and she's done a few other things. But we're often online having a laugh and a joke on on WhatsApp, and I love the connection that we have there. But one of my one of one thing that I wanted to do was just to call every week on the weeks where we're not seeing each other, um, is to telephone my mum and, and my son every week, and I haven't been doing that. And I know that if I only had a year to live, of course I would want to see them as well as much as possible. But when we're not together, I want to make sure that I'm calling at least every week. And so that really changed that. I really really felt my heart expand because I thought, oh, we're not all going to be here forever. And it's so important not to let all of those days just go by without doing those things that we so want to do. So I would connect more with my family and same with old friends I'm very bad at keeping in touch with old friends I've lived in um, a number of places I lived in I grew up in Birmingham I was born in Dorset my dad was in the army grew up in Birmingham and lived in Edinburgh for over 15 years and you know I haven't been very good at keeping in touch with old friends Um, but luckily they are very forgiving but I would like to do that more and connect with old friends And the other thing that I'd like to do more of is travel. We've been traveling a bit and we can travel because we do have a team in place for our businesses. So we want to do more of that. And I know that Nikki wants to do more of that as well. And then the other thing that came up for me was... You know, you have those those big dreams that you think would never, ever come true... But I think if you find out you had one year to live, especially if it was an unusual story, um, maybe some of the big dream items would uh, would be able to happen. Maybe it would be to do with publishing a new book. But I, I'd love to be on Oprah. I'd love to meet Michelle Obama. Um, and maybe because I would be bolder and not to think about what people thought uh, or get over myself if I only had a year to live, I would contact them and you know try and make some magic happen there so some of those big dreams I might um, move forward with and the final thing that that really came to me what would I start doing um, if I knew that I only had a year left to live then the the portfolio that we own and the assets that we own we want to leave in an um, accommodation and education trust and that trust will be for housing people who often struggle to find beautiful, affordable accommodation, like like I did when I was younger, and what I would what I would do there is is move more quickly to get that trust into place. There will be lots of uh, legal structures that we need to put in place, and at the moment we're doing that on a longer runway. But it just reminds me to make sure that we understand the steps that we need to take and that if anything happens um, unexpectedly, that we would be able to get that get that done. Because I would really like to see the assets that we've built up move forward and help people and support people for those lovely places to live, affordable places to live. But also the the educational trust side of it is just letting people know you can buy your own property if you want to. You can invest in stocks and shares if you choose to. You can be wealthy even if your income is low. 
over time it all builds up and just open that door because one of the things that I love about property is that it's opened this door to a world that I didn't know existed or I didn't think was available to me and I've seen that it's so I'm not going to say easy but it's as easy as being broke and struggling to be uh, to start building wealth in, in a form that you can share with the people, um, you know, family, community, and wider world. So it's such a it's such a privilege to be in that position. I feel so lucky to have found the information and had the courage to act on it. Because for a long time, I did not have the courage to act on it. But I think questions like this. What would you stop doing if you knew you had one year to live? And what would you start doing if you knew you had one year to live? A transformational, because they help your brain to think in a different way. Because none of us know how long we have to live. And how do we want to make the most of this incredible privilege that we have to be living now and to have so much opportunity? To have so much opportunity and for many of you listening to uh, I know a lot of you are in the UK and many other countries in the world as well I can see that from my bus sprout statistics but many many of the people listening many of you listening are living in some of the richest countries in the world so we have such privilege such opportunity how are we using it And before I close out today, I want to leave you with one bonus question, which is from Dan Sullivan. Dan Sullivan talks about your future is your property. And you get to decide what will be on your land. When you arrive at your land, the land of your future in a year, three years, 10 years, what will be there? It will, what will be there will be only what you've put there through your actions today and tomorrow, and the day after. And when you're envisioning your future, it's important not to be constrained by the past. Because I remember when I was starting in Rent to Rent, a close friend said to me, but you don't know about property. You don't know about law. You don't know about landlords. This sounds like a scam. And I was like, I I was reading because it was true. It was true. I didn't know about all of these things. And it did sound too good to be true, making money from properties you don't own. But I went away and I thought about it and I reflected on it. And I was lucky because I heard a podcast episode. And Oprah was on it talking about how when she first started her production company, she didn't know. When she first started in journalism, she didn't know. She wasn't very good. She got sacked from one job. And that's when it clicked to me. Nobody knows at the start. You don't have to know it all at the start. You know a little. And as you move forward, you learn and you develop and you improve. Nobody knows everything at the start. You learn. So when you're envisioning your property, your, your future and what's going to be on the land that is your future in a year or three years, Try and think about it from the future person you want to be. The person you are now will not know how to create the things you want in your future. But along the way on that journey, you will find out. 
So I would love to know, did you find those questions as transformational as I did? And message me if you had anything interesting come up. What would you stop doing if you had one year to live? And what would you start doing if you knew you had one year to live? And the bonus one was, your future is your property. What is on your land in the future? Now, you can choose whether you can see one year into the future, three years or more. And for those of you who in your future, you see a rent to rent business, I would love to invite you. Excuse me. That was to remind me about something. So I've just turned that off. So for those of you who want to get started in rent to rent, I would like to invite you to an event. If you're listening to this podcast episode when it goes live on Tuesday the 24th the event is tomorrow Wednesday the 25th of January how to get started in property in 2023 with little money the property secret you need to know now at that event you'll have the opportunity to find out more about how rent to rent works in recession how rent to rent works with high utility prices how rent to rent works right now in 2023 You'll have the opportunity to join Kickstarter with a special discount. And for the first time ever, as a bonus, we're offering an exclusive in-person event. So it's definitely worth attending this event tomorrow. And if you're already in Kickstarter, you'll be invited to an exclusive in-person event too. You don't need to uh, join the event tomorrow. You already have everything you need. So that's it. If you want to register for that event, it's renttorentsuccess.com slash event. That's renttorentsuccess.com slash event. Make 2023 your best year ever. Thank you so much for being with me here today. If you would like more, we've written the number one best-selling book on Rents to Rent. You can find it at renttorentsuccess.com slash book. Reviewers on Amazon have described it as the best Rent to Rent HMO book and also as a definitive reference guide and inspirational. Take your next step today and buy the book. You can find it at rent2rentsuccess.com slash book. And I'll see you again next time. Until then, remember, believe bigger, be bolder, be a game changer.